Hello, and welcome back to episode 7 of Real Chat. Today's episode is sponsored by Canada Mental Health Association. As always, I'm here with Karina, Mitchell, and Gavin. Today we'll be talking about what depression and anxiety is and how it impacts people. So what is depression? From the American Psychiatric Association, depression is defined as a common and serious mood disorder that negatively affects how people feel. Depression causes feelings of sadness and or loss of interest in activities someone once enjoyed. It can lead to a variety of emotional and physical problems and can decrease people's ability to function at work and at home. Depression affects more than 264 million people worldwide. Wow, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Today, approximately 5% of male youth and 12% of female youth in Canada, ages 12 to 19, have experienced a major depressive episode. So where does depression come from and how can someone get depression? From Harvard from Harvard Medical School, they state that depression can sometimes be a chemical imbalance in the brain, but there are also possible causes of depression. For example, genetic vulnerability, stress-of-life events, medication, medical problems, and family history. Now let's talk about anxiety. Anxiety is a mental disorder that involves extreme fear and worry. These feelings of anxiety and panic interfere with daily activities, are difficult to control, and are out of proportion to the actual danger, and can last a long time. That sounds really tough to deal with. Anxiety is the most common mental health problem in young people. About 3% of Canadian children or youth experience an anxiety disorder. There are many anxiety disorders, including social anxiety, separation anxiety, and other phobias. The one we will be focusing on is general anxiety disorder, GAD. GAD is the broadest anxiety disorder in this class and one of the most common. It affects about 3% of the general population in a given year. Some things that increase someone's risk of developing anxiety disorder include trauma, stress buildup, other mental health disorders like depression, and drugs and alcohol. Now that we know what depression and anxiety is, let's take a look at how it affects someone's everyday life and how it can be different than every person. Go ahead, Mitchell. Thank you, Ainsley, for that talk about what depression is. Now we'll talk about depression and how it affects your life. Depression can ruin lives, both mentally and socially, and makes people hate life as is. There are a lot of symptoms, but the most common symptoms are changing emotions quickly and being more sensitive than some people normally would be. When someone who is depressed is out with friends while they're depressed, you won't have as much fun. They won't have as much fun as they normally would. They could feel guilty for every single thing that happens. That sounds so sad. Even though some people are good at hiding it, there might be a time where it all comes rushing out and they could just feel terrible. Most cases of depression occur in your late teens, so some symptoms may just be being a teen, like not being a morning person. But there are many people who are past their teens who are depressed, but depression usually starts around 18 years old when they get access to more resources like cars and a job. But if you do suspect that someone is depressed, then try to give them help by contacting a mental health center, such as the Trafalgar Addiction Treatment Centers or Crisis Services Canada. Now, after my talk, what did you learn about mental health, Karina? Phil Mitchell, that was interesting. I learned a lot about how someone struggles with episodes of depression and anxiety can affect platonic, romantic, and familial relationships. Unfortunately, it can present some struggles and challenges, especially in romantic relationships. The general unhappiness that someone living with depression and anxiety feels can make the relationship tough not only for them, but also for their significant other, 
along with the feeling of general uninspiration that episodes of depression sometimes bring, making it hard to socialize with their significant other, and even making physical affection or close proximity difficult. The feeling of loneliness that, that depression can create in someone leads to an inability for the person living with it to communicate what they are going through, and communication is something that is so key in relationships. Yeah, a relationship with no communication would be difficult. Yeah, and people who are living with depression often also don't communicate their feelings and instead may suppress them, leading them to not know how to deal with and resolve conflicts, which are a part of every relationship. They can also be more irritable sometimes, and people who have an anxiety disorder can feel heightened and uncertainty and, and anxiety about the relationship. It makes them constantly on guard, viewing regular relationship problems as a huge threat to the, to the stability of the relationship. Someone who's living with depression and anxiety can feel hopeless about the future of the relationship. They end up needing more and constant reassurance due to this, which can put a strain on the relationship. Depression and anxiety can even cause temptations in a person to act out, such as substance abuse, gambling, and behaving recklessly. They are such very heavy and hard things to have to deal with. Yeah, that's for sure. And someone's significant other may be left feeling hopeless because there's not much they can do to help them. In friendships, people with depression and anxiety can withdraw as it decreases their energy to socialize and engage with their friends, hang out, or even just talk. It's such a difficult thing to deal with, and it really drains them. They also have a loss of interest in hobbies and activities that they used to enjoy, so they may no longer do things that they used to with their friends. People who are living with depression and anxiety may feel unworthy of love, overthink, become convinced no one likes them, and therefore blow off plans, or sometimes even lash out at their friends. Their friends sometimes feel an overabundance and too much empathy for them and their struggles with mental illness, which can make them feel like they're kind of getting drawn into a depressive state as well, which will make them withdraw. Friends can also find it difficult to see a depressed friend in so much pain, or they may not understand their struggles and become frustrated with them and pull away. Depression and anxiety also has impacts on someone's relationship with their family. Someone struggling with depression and anxiety may end up sleeping too much or too little, which leaves them not enough energy to do simple tasks and chores that they used to. Making other families have to, family members have to do that work, this can become frustrating for those other family members and disrupt what used to be the balance in the household. People who live with depression and anxiety can often isolate themselves from their family, which puts a strain on the relationships. Their family members, especially parents, can get very scared and worried for them and their mental health, and even worry that they did something to cause their illness. That's certainly understandable. They can also feel guilty that there's not much they can do to help, as when someone's struggling with depression and anxiety, it's their own journey to, to heal. Relationships can also have a big effect on someone's struggles with depression and anxiety. Unhealthy and toxic relationships can worsen someone's mental illness or even cause it in people that didn't have it before. But on the other hand, healthy relationships, platonic, romantic, and familial ones, can help with thinking habits, build up mental resilience, and give someone struggling with depression and anxiety a more clear view of what they're going at and more encouragement to overcome it. Depression and anxiety can really play a big part when it comes to relationships. What do you have to say, Gavin? I think it's great we all learn so much about depression and anxiety. Yeah, it was kind of surprising to learn how big the impacts of it are. The people who are battling it are definitely so strong. It's definitely something that we should all care about. And to help people battling depression and anxiety, you can donate to Canada's Mental Health Association, who sponsored this podcast.
that wraps us that wraps up this week's podcast we'll see you next week here on real chat for podcast eight the impacts of online school bye